Welcome to Enduring Issues Today. My name is Carter Barker, and I'm here with Jackson Fowl, Derek Woods, Nick Rosenstadt, and Emil Radulist. And today we will be talking about the Enduring Issue Golden Age. We will look at the Golden Age of the Han Dynasty in China, the Renaissance in Italy, and the Aztecs in Latin America. A Golden Age is a time where civilization is thriving with great tasks accomplished while spreading new ideas and inventions. We will also be looking at current events, which will will discuss how they impact our daily life today. First, we will talk about the Han Dynasty and their Golden Age from 202 BC to 220 AD. During this Golden Age, the Han Dynasty made many inventions that could help their society like pulleys and the wheelbarrow. These inventions helped contribute to the Golden Age. The wheelbarrow was used as a way to carry men and materials in battle. It was nicknamed the Wooden Ox, as Zige Liang said, who created the wheelbarrow. Well, that makes a lot of sense because it could hold six men. It was built with the wheel in the middle so that the weight was evenly distributed, so it made it easier on the person pulling the wheelbarrow. This allowed for a less tiring way to travel and could carry more supplies, making this an effective way to carry people and supplies. Well... Not tiring for the people riding, but pretty tiring for the puller. In addition, they invented pulleys that also aided in movement of heavy objects. The Han Dynasty has influenced the East just like Greece or Rome has influenced the West. Confucianism was made the official state ideology during the time of Emperor Wu Di, who built an academy solely devoted to the works of Confucius. Thousands of Confucian academies were built, spreading Confucian ethics across China and most of East Asia, and would dominate Chinese ethics during the centuries to come. Even today, the ethnic Chinese refer to themselves as the Han Rem, Han people. Although history tells us then that the Han Dynasty ended in 220 CE, from the examples cited above, it is clear that the Han still lives today in many different forms. We are back now, and it is time for the Aztec part of today's show. The Aztec Empire, located in Mexico, thrived from around the early 1300s to the early 1500s. The Aztecs were banished by the king and were sent to Lake Texcoco in the Valley of Mexico. Lake Texcoco was a large, swampy lake which had great land for agriculture. The Aztecs realized this and quickly attempted to build a city on the lake. This city would become the capital of the Aztec Empire and would soon be known as Tenochtitlan. However, the Aztecs soon realized that building a city on a lake was not an easy task. Every time they would try to put a foundation down, everything would just mush into the ground. The Aztecs anchored their buildings into the ground by using a system of pilings made from wood. The pilings were then surrounded by volcanic rock, which provided more support. These these strategies revolutionized buildings in the centuries to follow, because when people build on ground that is not solid rock, they usually put a steady base into the ground before they can build up. After they built these bases, 
they could then build as tall as they wanted without having to worry about their buildings subsiding to the ground. Since the Aztecs had to go back and forth to the mainland to get building materials, it was very inefficient for them to paddle across on their boats every time. They came up with an invention called causeways. These causeways were basically bridges that sometimes reached up to 45 feet wide. They were built on the same pillings that their city was built on. The causeways made it much easier for the Aztecs to get to and from the mainland while carrying heavy building materials. The Aztecs were soon faced with another problem. They did not have a steady supply of fresh water to their city. So what did they do? There was a stream a couple miles away from Lake Texcoco, which had fresh water. However, this stream was being controlled by the Tepanex. The Aztecs overpowered the Tepanex and quickly took control of the stream. They then built a ton of aqueducts from the stream to Tenochtitlan. Living on Lake Texcoco, the Aztecs had to do something to stop Tenochtitlan from flooding all the time. Every time the lake flooded, all their crops would die. They came up with a series of doors in the water that led into the city. These doors would rise and lower, depending on the water level around it, preventing excess water from entering the city. After the Aztecs solved their problem of flooding, they needed to plant more crops. The Aztecs did not have any more room on the main island to plant, so they built things called chinapas. These chinapas were small, artificial, rectangular fields that were used for planting crops. Hernán Cortés, a Spanish conquistador who would defeat the Aztecs in 1519, wrote a letter describing Tenochtitlan as a great city situated in a salt lake. The Aztecs made so many new inventions and advancements that European explorers were soon calling Tenochtitlan the Venice of the New World. Now we will look into the Renaissance time period. Emil, what can you tell us about it? The Renaissance was a time when people became very interested in classical learning and value of, of ancient Greece and Rome. It was also a time when lots of new inventions and discoveries were made. Art got a lot of attention as well. Nick, can you tell us some more about the art during the Renaissance? In the early Renaissance, the sculptor Lorenzo Ghiberti won a big competition to make a new set of bronze doors for the baptistry. Another big artist was Masaccio, who made a big painting called the Frescoes of the Trinity in the Church of Santa Maria. A third artist was Michelangelo, who famously painted the ceiling of the Sistine Chapel in Vatican City. People loved art during the Renaissance. The government, church, and rich individuals requested paintings to be, ba to be made by big artists. Later, during the High Renaissance, Leonardo da Vinci got a lot of attention. Sometimes he was referred to the ultimate Renaissance man. He was famous for his interest and talent in humanist and classical values. He also made some important paintings, like the Mona Lisa, which influenced other artists. Derek, can you tell us about some of the, of the inventions? Yes, there are lots of different types of inventions. There are military inventions, goods, and transport. 
Leonardo da Vinci thought of a design for a submarine which was later made and worked. Leonardo even made a flying machine. The Renaissance was debatably the most important and influential golden age of, in all of history. The Han Dynasty, the Renaissance, and the Aztecs all had golden ages to be remembered because of the ways they impacted our future. During the time of the Renaissance, many ideas spread quickly. These eventually led to the many inventions we have today. One example of this is the phone. Without any of the previous ideas spreading, it would be unlikely we would have many of the inventions we have today. The Han Dynasty also played a large role in the spread of ideas and inventions. As said before, they are the ones who came up with the wheelbarrow. This eventually carried on throughout history, and here we are today with hybrid cars and also fully electric cars in the 2000s. Without the golden ages, we wouldn't have been as open to new ideas and learning. Thank you. That is all for today. Join us next time when we will talk about mankind and how they adapt to their environment.